Shalom, shalom. It's Kenny Russell, Bulldozer Faith, living life in the spirit. I hope you're blessed and encouraged today. Uh, wherever you're watching from, it's the end of Shabbat here in the land of Israel. Of course, we want to push Shabbat for as long as possible. I don't know about you, but, you know, if we can get it all into the night as well, that's great as well. We are blessed to celebrate Shabbat from Friday night and uh, for as long as possible. Keep it going. Hallelujah. Entering into his rest. Well, I just want to say a shout out to a few people that are tuning in. If you're tuning in, just uh, write in the comments section. We don't see the thumbs up coming up in the feeds here in the studio, but we do see uh, what you write in the comments and the different feeds and the different locations from YouTube to uh, the different Facebook feeds. So Lola, welcome. Good to see you. We've got Esther in Australia. Good to see you. We've got Russell in Liverpool. Good to see you. Shalom, shalom. So just give us a shout out as you tune in and uh, that's great. But what we're going to do is just press in. Uh, we're just going to share a, a message this evening. Even Messiah, even Christ did not please himself. Hallelujah. So we're just going to share a word of encouragement. We've just had the news come in about what's going on in the USA as uh, they've declared uh, Biden as the next president of the United States of America. Um, yep, we know there's going to be some uh, battles that are going to take place in the days and weeks coming. Let's just see what uh, takes place with all of this. But, uh, you know, I want to uh, get focused on encouragement. And, I, you know, I've just spent the last few hours in prayer. You know, over these last few days, the last thing I really want to watch is the television with all of the stuff going backwards and forwards concerning the election. I just want to get focused in the word and in the place of prayer so that our hearts are aligned with what Yehovah is doing. And that's what's important. What is the Father doing in this day? And, you know, we're not called to live to please ourselves, but we're living to please the King. So how do we align ourselves spiritually in the midst, no matter what's going on around us? Uh, you might not like the environment that's going on around you, but we are called to be world shakers and history makers. We are called to bring change. Hallelujah. So we don't have to uh, just sit back and accept the environment and uh, those who are trying to set the temperature of what's going on within this world. We are called to be world shakers and history makers. We're called to bring change through the scriptures and, and revealing Messiah to this generation. Hallelujah. So, Father, we want to thank you for this time. We thank you for the blessing of what it is to be in your presence. We thank you for your word, that your word is a lamp unto our feet, that your word guides us and directs us in the steps that we should take. So we humbly come before you as the body of Messiah, and we ask you to minister to us, speak forth your word, uh, that you will uh, bring forth edification and encouragement and direction into our lives this day in Yeshua's name. Hallelujah! Praise the name of Yeshua. Yeah. All right, so let's just turn to Psalm 69, and uh, we're just going to read... Um, a few scriptures tonight and just be encouraged. I love verse 1. And, you know, Psalm 69 is one of the most quoted psalms in the Messianic writings in the New Testament. 
and uh, man, it's it's just awesome what we read here. So we're just going to read this verse one. Save me, O Elohim, for the waters have come up to my neck. <laughs> I si- I sink in the miry depths where there is no foothold. I have come into the deep waters, the floods engulf me. (laughs) You know, interesting opening scripture. But what I love about David is his very heart of being real, you know. And this is where we've got to be. We've got to be real over our lives, over the things that we face. And, you know, when it talks about the wars have come up to my neck, I'm sinking in the miry depths where there is no foothold. What's it talking about? It's the flood wars that are coming forth, you know. All of a sudden, you could be uh, walking through the valleys here in the land of Israel, and it could be raining a little distance away from you, not even raining where you are. And all of a sudden, the flood waters are going to come flying down uh, from the mountains and it's not even raining where you are and this is one of the dangers you have in places like Petra where they actually have warnings set up so if you're walking down through Petra and uh, on all the tourist site into the, the the mountains there if the rains come you know they've got warnings to to get you out of there so that uh, that what is a road becomes literally a river Uh, within no time so people have died in these places and even in Israel when they're down in the valleys uh, all of a sudden those floodwaters have come and and swept vehicles away uh, and hikers away as well so it's very dangerous at this time of year but I love what it says save me all Elohim for the waters have come up to my neck I sink in the miry depths where there is no foothold I have come into deep water, the floods engulf me. <laughs> I am worn out calling for help. My throat is parched. My eyes fail looking for my God. You know, you ever feel like that where you just pressing in? God, I just need an answer. I'm pressing into you. Will you bring forth your salvation? Will you bring forth your deliverance? I've called out. Uh, <laughs> To the place where I can't call out anymore. My eyes are failing looking for you. Where are you? Verse 4. Those who hate me without reason outnumber the hairs on my head. (laughs) And uh, just turn to uh, John uh, chapter 15. Um, You know, because this is talking about Yeshua as well in the midst of this. John chapter 15. Um where it says, uh, let's just find it. Uh, hold on one second. John chapter 15. Ah, there we go. John chapter 15, verse 25. But this is to fulfill what was written in the law that um, uh, they hated me without reason. And verse 26, when the counselor comes, who whom I will send... From the Father, the Spirit of truth, who goes out from the Father, he will testify about me, and you also must testify, for you have been with me from the beginning. We are called to be witnesses. We're called to testify to the reality of who Yeshua is. Yeshua is the Messiah. Jesus of Nazareth is the Messiah. 
not the Catholic Jesus, but the biblical Yeshua. He is the Messiah. And when the counselor comes, what's he going to do? He is going to minister to us the truth that has come from the Father, and he will testify. He will bring forth the witness. We will have the witness of the Holy Spirit in the steps that we should take. So it's okay when we're in places within our life where events happen out of our control, where you're just walking along praising Yehovah, blessed, and your, your prayer life has gone great, and then all of a sudden things happen, and things are shaped in front of you, and you move from the realm of being, you know, in the rest of God and in control, and the next minute you are out of control, you're in deep water up to your neck, you're calling out, your your throat's parched, you're like, oh, my eyes are failing. Where is God in the midst of all of this? And on top of all of this, your enemies... <laughs> outnumber the hairs on your head. Well, for me, of course, that uh, is greatly reduced for all of you people who are blessed with a full head of hair. Hallelujah. <laughs> anyway, come back to Psalm 69. We're just going to read, uh, Many are my enemies uh, without cause, those who seek to destroy me. I'm forced to restore what I did not steal. They bring false allegations against you and you pay the price and you have to pay for the lies that the enemy has uh, forced upon you. You know, what do you do in that situation? We've just got to press forward and, and realize that there's a price to pay, but we understand who our God is in the midst of everything. So we're proclaiming salvation. We're proclaiming deliverance. We're recognizing that Yeshua, what's he saying? He said, I didn't live to please myself. And we are not called to be those who are just trying to get through life and make sure that we are building up the resources that bring pleasure to us. Life is not about the pleasures of this world. Life is about the sacrifice, about laying your life down to make a difference for the King of Kings. This is an incredible day to bring forth salvation, to bring forth deliverance to this generation. You know, if, if you go to China, one of the things they say in China is, listen, can you tell the people in the West to stop praying for the persecution to end? Because it's the very persecution that's building the body of Messiah. It's equipping us. It's making us radical. You know, it's not time for things like civil war. It's time for the glory of Yehovah to be manifest. It's time for the reality of Yehovah to be seen in the midst of persecution. No matter what persecution we face on an individual level, as a group, as a family, or as a nation, whatever things we are facing, what are we going to turn to? What weapons are we going to pick up? Are we going to pick up the weapons, the spiritual weapons that will bring transformation? Will we align our focus to what the Father is asking us to focus on? Verse 5, You know my folly, O Elohim. My guilt is not hidden from you. Hallelujah. We have a, a God who knows. He, he knows the worst about you. He knows the best about you, yet he still loves us. Thank you, Father. He loves us. Verse 6. May those who hope in you not be disgraced because of me. 
O Yahovah, the Lord Almighty, may those who seek you not be put to shame because of me, O Elohim of Israel, O God of Israel. May those who hope in you not be disgraced. May those who hope in you not uh, uh, be put to shame because of me. It's talking about, you know, in the midst of all of the things that we are going through, some people can look at you and think, man, oh man, where is God? If that's what you're going through, where is God? Man, you are you're up to your neck in trouble, <laughs> you know. You're out of control in the flood wars. You, you're the one that's crying out to God, where is the answer? Your eyes are failing, you can't see. And what does he say? May those who hope in you not be um, <laughs> not be disgraced because of me. May, may, may their testimonies not be affected because of my life. Oh, Yehovah, uh, Lord Almighty, may those who seek you not be put to shame because of me. Oh, Elohim of, of Israel. Verse 7, For I endure scorn for your sake. The shame covers my face. I am a stranger to my brothers, an alien to my own mother's son. For zeal for your house consumes me, and the insults of those who insult you fall on me. See, we're taking up a different battle. We're not just dealing with the battle of our own self-righteousness. We are engaged in uh, enduring whatever we have to endure to bring the kingdom, to bring uh, the blessings of Yehovah into this earth. There's something we have to go through. So listen, you know, if you're going through tough things, if you're going through difficult places, if you feel like your whole world's falling around you, falling apart around you, be encouraged. Be encouraged because even our Messiah did not live for himself. It's not about what we want to get out of this. It's not about what we think should be accomplished in the midst of this. We rejoice in what the Father is doing. No temptation has seized you except what is common to man, but he is faithful and just. He'll provide a way for you to stand up under it, and he'll make a way of escape. Hallelujah. Consider it pure joy whenever you face trials of many kinds because we know the testing of our faith develops perseverance. So we are seeking to walk a path so that we can grow in maturity in Yehovah, so that we can be more effective. So if you have a dream and the dream's crushing and falling before you, you know, what are you going to do? You've got to align yourself. You've got to ask the question, is the dream that's falling before me, is this of Yehovah? Is he going to raise it from the dead and bring forth life? Or do I need to align myself into the purposes and will of Yehovah? You know, yesterday I talked about how so many times the scripture is taken out of context in a way that's so twisted that we end up with a belief system that's so off track. And then when the events of life happen, you know, we're, we're at the place where, what do you do? Curse God? Does God not love me? Did God give this vision to me? Did he give this dream to me? And everything's fallen apart. Where is God in the midst of this? You know, my eyes are failing looking for God. So I'm enduring uh, uh, scorn. 
I'm going through shame that covers my face. Verse 8, I'm a stranger to my brother. We're reading in Psalm 69 if you're just joining with us. I'm a stranger to my brother, an alien to my own mother's son. I'm being rejected for the purposes of your kingdom. People don't understand me. They don't know what I'm going through. Verse 9, for zeal for your house consumes me and the insults of those who insult you fall on me. Verse 10, when I weep and fast, I must endure scorn. When I put on sackcloth, people make sport of me. Those who sit at the gate mock me, and I am the song of the drunkards. Verse 13, man, can it get any lower, you know, than what he's saying here? Verse 13, but I pray to you, O Yehovah, in the time of your favor, in your great love, O Elohim, answer me with your sure salvation. And what I love about this scripture, it's not just about naming it and claiming it. It's about the order, but I'm going to pray to you, O Yehovah. I am not going to let you go. In the midst of the battles, in the midst of everything we face, I am so determined to see your kingdom come and your will done. And you know, this is where we've got to get to. I pray to you, Yehovah, (laughs) in the time of your favor, in your great love, O Yehovah, answer me with your sure salvation. There is a time of his favor. There is a time where we will see the, the love of Yehovah overtake us in the midst of everything that we go through. Answer me with your salvation. We speak forth deliverance and salvation over our lives and that we will be witnesses, like we read in, um, in John chapter 15, verse 25 and 26, you know, where, uh, where the Holy Spirit will uh, instruct us in the things of the Father and of the Son, will bring us into the revelation of the truth so that we can proclaim his name to this generation. Verse 14, Rescue me from the mire. Do not let me sink. Deliver me from those who hate me from the deep waters. Do not let the floodwaters engulf me or the depths swallow me up or the pit close its mouth over me. It's about being put in all these different places where you think, if it wasn't for God, if it wasn't for Elohim, how could I possibly survive what is in front of me? So don't lose hope. It doesn't matter what we go through. We have the ability to come before a mighty God in prayer. And you know, when it comes to prayer, you know, we're looking at the word partition. We're called to partition. So many people see prayer as just, you know, whatever you have to say say to God, and then you just add, you know, the abracadabra, you know, wave the wand of witchcraft over what you just said. In Jesus' name, onto the end of your prayer. And because you said, in Jesus' name, everything's going to happen. Everything's going to be sorted out. Well, that's not necessarily true. We have to align ourselves. If you want to partition before heaven, before the Father, your life needs to be lined up. Why? Because you have to qualify 
to petition. If you want to bring a petition before the court, you have to qualify. You know, you can't be in default and have the ability to bring forth your petitions before the king. So that's why, as we see what's going on in the heart of David, he is aligning himself. He's correcting himself. You know, he's getting to the place where he's recognizing the situations that he is in, but he is seeking to get his heart in the right place. And this is what we've got to do. We've got to get to the place where we're aligning our hearts so we know our prayers and petitions are effective before the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Hallelujah. Verse 16. Answer me, O Yehovah, out of the goodness of your love, in your great mercy, turn to me. Do not hide your face from your servant. Answer me quickly, for I am in trouble. Come near and rescue me. Redeem me because of my foes. Redeem me because something's happening outside of my control. Something's happening outside of my environment. I'm going through events in life that I have no control over. So what do I need? I need need God to redeem me. I need him to rescue me from my foes. I need him to align me. I give you, Father, permission to supernaturally align me, that I will not be a victim to the circumstances of what is before us, no matter what we are going through. Whatever's before you. I'm not going to be a victim to the circumstance. Why? Because I have a God who brings supernatural transformation. I am reliant on a mighty God who is the Savior of the universe. Hallelujah. And if I'm in trouble, I know who I'm going to call on. If you're in trouble, who are you going to call on? Verse 18. Come near and rescue me. Redeem me because of my foes. You know how I am scorned, um, disgraced, and shamed. All my enemies are before you. Scorn has broken my heart and has left me helpless. I looked for sympathy, but there was none. uh, For comforters, but I found none. And we're seeing here in David, we're seeing the identification of the Messiah and all of the things that Yeshua went through as well, we're seeing here. They put gall in my food. They gave me vinegar for my first. And, you know, this is what happened when Yeshua was uh, paying the price on the execution stake. They gave him fig, uh, uh, vinegar in the water for his first in the, on the sponge. And what's a Roman sponge used for? You know, they didn't carry a little sponge on their belts for nothing. They used it to wipe their butts. And that's what they used to dip in the the water vinegar to give to Yeshua. And that's why he refused it. Verse 22. May the table set before them become a snare. May it become a retribution and a trap. May their eyes be darkened so they cannot see and their backs be bent forever. So what did we talk about yesterday? The importance of our eyes and the importance of our ears. Whatever is controlling these two gateways into your soul, into your life, will determine the outcome of who you are. We are called to hide the word of Yehovah. 
within our spirit. We are called to be consumed in his presence. We don't want the eye gates and the ears to be receiving that which is going to lead us away from the presence of Yahovah, that which will cancel out our prayers that which will take us out of the favor of Yehovah. But we seek you, Father, with all of our heart, with all of our soul. We pray, Father, as we deliver your word, that your word will be a, a lamp unto our feet. It will be a living reality within our spirit. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. May, uh, where are we at? May their eyes be darkened. So what, what it's talking about here, the reverse because of what these people are doing against me, effectively, because of what these people are doing against you, Yahovah, may their eyes be darkened so they cannot see and their backs be bent forever. Pour out your wrath on them. Let your fierce anger overtake them. May their place be deserted. Let there be no one to dwell in their tents, for they persecute those um, for they persecute those you, uh, you wound and talk about the pain of those you hurt. Charge them with crimes upon crime, uh, crime upon crime. Do not let their uh, do not let them share in your salvation. May they be blotted out of the book of life and not be listed with the righteous you know we're talking about people who were family and friends and people who were close to david and this is what he was being faced with verse 29 i am in pain and distress may your salvation o elohim protect me i will praise elohim's name in song and glorify him with thanksgiving this uh, this will please Yehovah more than the ox, more than the bull with its horns and hoofs. Why? Obedience is better than sacrifice. It's not about all the sacrifices to try and please God in the midst of the things that you are going through. But what we've got to do is we've got to get to that place to say, even though I go through this valley of the shadow of death, I'm going to walk in obedience and I'm going to press forward. I'm not going to get stuck here. Hallelujah. Verse 32 of Psalm 69. The poor will see and be glad. You who seek Elohim, may your hearts live. Yehovah hears the needy and does not despise his captive people. Let heaven and earth praise him, the seas and all that moves in them. For Elohim will save Zion and rebuild the cities of Judah. Then people will settle there and possess it. The children of his servants will inherit it, and those who love his name will dwell there. Hallelujah. In the end, what are we talking about? We're talking about the restoration of the whole house of Israel. We're talking about the restoration of the promises of Yehovah. Hallelujah. For Elohim will save Zion and rebuild the cities of Judah. Praise the name of Yeshua. Then the people will settle there and possess it. The children and his of his servants will inherit it. And those who love his name will dwell there. Hallelujah. So what we want to do is we want to recognize that the very fact of the things that you are going through, why are you going through these things? 
because we are on a mission to build the kingdom, to bring the kingdom to this generation. So don't lose heart no matter what you're going through. Don't lose heart no matter what's coming against you. But let's be the children of Elohim who stand upon the promises of Yehovah to see his kingdom come and his will done. We want to be like Messiah. We want to walk like he walked. And we see in Psalm 69 so many attributes of what our Savior went through. In Romans chapter 15, I want us to read a few verses here. Uh, In the first part of this chapter, it says in verse 1, We who are strong ought to bear with the failings of the weak and not to please ourselves. Each of us should please his neighbor for his good to build him up. So what can we do to bring blessings to our neighbors? What can we do uh, to, you know, are we just going to deal with our own selfishness and build for ourselves? Verse 3, for even Messiah did not please himself, but as it is written, the insults of those who insulted you have fallen on me. Hallelujah. For everything that was written in the past was written to teach us so that through endurance and the encouragement of the scriptures, we might have hope. So we just release hope in Yehovah. We release hope in the promises that we are called to follow the Father. And Father, may you align us with the mission. May you align us with the destiny that you have called us to, to make a difference, to bring your kingdom to this generation. Verse 5, may, may the Elohim who gives endurance and encouragement give you the spirit of unity among yourselves as you follow Yeshua the Messiah so that with one heart and with one mouth you may glorify Elohim, the Father of uh, our Lord Yeshua the Messiah. Verse 7, Accept one another then, just as Messiah accepted you, in order to bring praise to Elohim. For I tell you that Messiah has become a servant of the Jews on behalf of Elohim's truth, to confirm the promises made to the patriarchs so that the nations may glorify Elohim for his mercy. As it is written, Therefore I will praise you among the nations. I will sing hymns of your name. Again it says, Rejoice, O nations, with his people. And again, Praise Yehovah, all you nations, and sing praise to him, all you peoples, hallelujah. And again, Isaiah says, the root of Jesse will spring up, one who will arise to rule over the nations. The nations will hope in him. That's Yeshua the Messiah, hallelujah. May the Elohim of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. And this is the key verse I want you to receive today. May the Elohim of hope, may the God of hope, fill you with all joy and peace. Be filled up right now. Be filled up, hallelujah, with all joy and peace as you trust in him. 
trust him no matter what you face. You know, if you feel like your world's falling apart, if you feel like the very things that you felt were the main dream that kept you alive and all of a sudden it's like it's going blurry because of revelation, because of truth that's coming to you. Things are changing and we've got to learn how to trust and obey. It's not our sacrifices. We're not trying to do things to get God to like us. We want to trust and obey him so that you may overflow with the hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. What does it mean, the power of the Holy Spirit? It means that you get to that place where you have surrendered your flesh, you've surrendered your own desires, surrendered your own will, and now you're walking in the power of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. And you're bringing the manifestation of the kingdom of God to this generation. So let's be infected carriers to bring Messiah's salvation and deliverance to this generation. I hope you've been blessed and encouraged with the word today. And uh, it has really spoken to you. But these are the key scriptures that I just, you know, felt that uh, the Father put on my heart to share tonight. And, you know, even Messiah did not please himself. So whatever we go through, it doesn't matter what things we want or, or how we see them and how we think they should be. We are called to surrender to his will and to his purposes. So I hope you've been blessed and encouraged with the word tonight. If you've been blessed and encouraged, just give us thumbs up right now on Facebook and YouTube. If you're watching on YouTube, over half of the people who watch us on YouTube, not just on live, but also later, don't subscribe to the channel. I want to encourage you, subscribe so you get the updates of what's taking place. Um, If you've got testimony or prayer requests you want to share with me, you can go to the top of uh, the, the description of this message and you can email me. It's kenny at bulldozerfaith.com. If you're listening on podcast, that's the address for you to get hold of us. If you want to support the ministry, if you're blessed and encouraged with the work that we do and you want to help us take the gospel to this generation and reach a larger audiences around the world, then I encourage you, sow into the ministry. You can sow into Bulldozer Faith by going to bulldozerfaith.com forward slash give. And I just want to say personally, thank you to every person who stands with the ministry. Thank you to every person who prays for the work that we do. Thank you to everyone that gives financially to our work. And I know some give sacrificially because they believe in the things that we are doing and the effect that we are having on the lives of others. So thank you so much. And if you're not supporting the ministry and you are looking for uh, something to to put your finances into, then just go to our website. You can give no matter what country you're in. And we will apply the finances to expand the kingdom. And it's not just about our fruit. It's about our fruit corporately. It's about what we do together for the expansion of the kingdom. What a blessing it is to give. What a blessing it is to receive from the Father. And, you know, I'm excited. I am excited and encouraged with what is before us. Like I said with the Chinese, tell the West... Stop praying for persecution to stop because it's persecution that makes us stronger. 
I look at the things that's going on here in Israel. You know, just down the road uh, is where the Prime Minister stays here in Kasaria. And uh, we had all the protesters out. Man, I tell you, they were going crazy tonight. They're all screaming and yelling and they're saying now Trump is out, Biden's in, it's time for Netanyahu to go out. And this is what's going on. Thousands of people in the streets all, all screaming insults and that's what we had to listen to in our home tonight as they're all going up and down the street. But anyway, Father, in the midst of all these things, and as we see the darkness getting darker, we ask for your light to shine. And we have hope in you. We trust in you. We believe in you for this moment. Thank you, Father, that we are alive for such a time as this. And we choose to be faithful, to serve you, to make a difference. So we are going to lift our heads up to the mountains where our hope comes from and know that we are born for such a time as this to bring the kingdom. And Father, we are so grateful and blessed to be part of your kingdom.